Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. All right, let's look and see what else is in this section of chapters 21 through 28. Of course, the, the highlights are, as I've already mentioned, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. You've got the unjust trial where uh, Jesus was declared guilty. This is a fascinating thing. Mm-hmm. Jesus is claims to be God, and is a, he's his the charge was blasphemy, really. But the charge was incorrect for it to be a crime because it wasn't a crime because he was God. Right. <laughs> so he gets crucified for speaking the truth about who he really is. But if he wasn't God, then it was blasphemy. But he was God, so it wasn't blasphemy. So he's, in a sense, he's both rightly accused of claiming to be God, but wrongly accused to be punished because he is God. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't deserve to die. But this was all in the plan of God, that he would go to the cross and die for our sins. Uh, it, was, it didn't take God by surprise. It didn't take Jesus by surprise. Mm-mm. He knew it was coming. Chapter 27, verse 37, they put a sign up over his head. It's written, this is Jesus, the king of the Jews. Interesting, in light of the theme of Matthew, that Matthew keeps talking about the kingdom. And then here's... And they did it as a mockery. They did it as a mockery, but it was the truth. He truly was the king of the Jews, but he wasn't just the king of the Jews. He was the king of all people of all time. So there's some great verses in chapter 28, the final chapter. I love verse 5. The angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye. Don't be afraid is what he's saying. For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He's not here for he is risen as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. My favorite holiday, Easter. And it's a shame that the focus gets off of you know Christ so often in these holidays. But Christ is alive and we celebrate his resurrection every Sunday. We, cel- we should really be celebrating every day of our lives. Christ is alive. Jesus is alive. He's not dead. He's not in the tomb. He is alive. Just as he said he would be alive, he predicted his resurrection. Because he lives, we can live. Because he lives, we have hope for the future. He's alive. The risen Christ that changes everything. It changes everything. Changed history. Changed history. The crucifixion, of course, changed everything. You know, some Christians maybe wonder at times, which is more important, the, the crucifixion or the resurrection? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're both yep. indispensable. Mm-hmm. You, we don't want to try to elevate one over the other. I, I've heard some Christians kind of talk like the resurrection should be elevated above the cross. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, you know, the cross, if we didn't have the resurrection, well, that's true. But you had to have the cross in order to have the resurrection exactly. as well. You, right. you, let's not try to uh, argue about which, which is more significant. Uh, some Christians have said we need to have, instead of a cross, we should have an empty grave as the primary symbol for our faith. You know, I don't know. The it's Bible, all the gospel, right? Yeah, the Bible it's doesn't the tell us that we should have, okay, and you, your disciples should have this as their symbol, as their marketing symbol. It has just happened over time. Right. Over time, the cross became the symbol for Christianity. It wasn't commanded in the Scripture to be that way. It just happened naturally as his followers thought about what it was that impacted them to get them into the kingdom of God. And it was the death of Jesus Christ bearing the wrath of God on our behalf. We call it Good Friday. 
But Good Friday's not good if he didn't rise from the dead. If he's still dead, it wouldn't matter. So we need to stop looking at the cross, if anyone's doing that, not that we're, I'm accusing anyone of doing that, but I mean, it, we just need to reconcile in our minds that the cross and the resurrection are both essential to our faith. The Apostle Paul said that is the gospel. First Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, he talks about what is the gospel. He, he lays it out clearly, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, was buried, and he rose from the grave according to the Scriptures. Those were the two key historical facts that we need to know and we need to declare to the world. Christ crucified and risen on our behalf. And so we celebrate. It sounds weird to say we celebrate the cross, but we do, because it was the means for our justification to be right with God, was Christ had to die in our place to bear, to bear the wrath of God. And then he rose from the grave, proving who he's, he's, he's who he said he was. He's conquering death and hell, sin, death, and hell, conquering Satan, you know, all that. The victory of the resurrection. So I've, I've preached on a lot right here. No, and that reminds me of, um, you know, one of my favorite verses. Well, kind of hate to say favorite verse because I got a bunch of favorite verses. Right. But one of the most impactful verses mm-hmm. in my life is um, Paul wrote Philippians 3.10, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection mm-hmm. and the fellowship of his sufferings. Yeah. And it remind me of that because that's tying the resurrection and the cross. Yeah, the fellowship together, of his sufferings. Yeah. Right, together. So that's the gospel right. right there. And Paul's just you know reiterating the power of the resurrection. Yeah. How much power there was that God brought him, rose Christ from the dead. Yes. And yep. the fellowship of his sufferings on the cross that we can identify with that, mm-hmm. that he suffered for us on the cross. Yeah. So that's part of our Christian lives as well. Yes, it you is. You know, have that fellowship with him in those sufferings and then gain or experience that power of the resurrections. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's awesome. I've been crucified with Christ, Paul said in Galatians mm-hmm. 2.20, and I don't no longer live, yet Christ lives in me. There's a resurrected Christ. Mm-hmm. He's living in me. Yeah. Uh, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and delivered himself for me. This is the good news. If you have not trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, we want to challenge you. What's keeping you from doing that? Call out to the Lord. The Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus Christ is Lord. He went to the cross. He lived that perfect life that you and I cannot live. He went to the cross. He bore the wrath of God, the punishment that we deserve, that we deserve to to experience for all of eternity. But the infinite, eternal Son of God hung on the cross for six hours one Friday 2,000 years ago. Almost, We're coming up almost exactly 2,000 years ago, about a decade away from that. He went to that cross, and it, it's a foolish message to the world. They said that's absurd that a Jewish rabbi teacher 2,000 years ago, his death, his brutal, tortuous death on the cross would have anything to do with me today. It sounds foolish. The Bible says, to those who are perishing, it is foolishness. But to those of us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Yes, Armando, myself, our lives have been transformed by the power of this thing we've been talking about, the gospel of Jesus Christ, not to mention countless others have experienced this as well. What looks like is foolish to the world, what is mocked by those who who, who just are hostile to the Christian faith, it is the power of God. It is the hope of the world and of eternity. And I would challenge you and urge you and plead with you, if you don't know Christ, that you run to the cross of Calvary, you fall on your knees before Jesus, and you ask him to save you. You will not regret it. Thanks for joining us for Sound of Truth Bible Chat. We invite you to join us next time as we continue to dig into God's Word. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks.
The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.